Welcome to The Fix, the podcast made for the trades, where we sit down with inspiring individuals across the trades to discuss their unique take on the industry, including career paths, job site stories, overcoming challenges, and everything in between. I'm your host, Catherine, a marketer here at Odie, with my co-host and friend, Doug, one of Odie's resident experts in all things trades. The Fix is more than a podcast. It's a community, a community built to support tradespeople and inspire the next generation of essential pros. Let's start the conversation. All right, Doug, we've got one more uh, podcast recording for Ambassador Fest, and it's going to be a good one. I'm going to tell you something. These two guys that are in here today, I just get excited just thinking about them, (laughs) and I know I'm going to laugh several times, and I don't even know what to expect to come out of their mouths, to be honest with you, okay? This is like like a preempt to Odie Raw someday. I I hear you, and we're still still staying on the whole oats theme, right? This is our number three of the oats series, which is our... OD Ambassador Team Series. So, love it. Well, welcome, uh, Robert Brocklo and Jermaine Nelson. Thank you. Thank for you. Us. Thank you. You got it. So both uh, Rob and Jermaine have been a part of the Ambassador Program, and this is actually both of your second year returning back to OD University Ambassador Fest. So Super exciting. Love to have you guys here, and we want to talk a little bit to both of you today about. How do you manage and work through this work-life balance? Both of you have businesses, families, young kids at home. It's a lot going on. So I think our listeners could probably really probably learn a little bit of things to do and maybe some things not to do, right? Um, so we'd love to open up the floor and, and really talk through how do you manage your time effectively between running your plumbing business and then spending that quality or meaningful time with your family? You want to kick us off, Jermaine? Get you one woman and stand behind her. <laughs> well, there we go. That's well, it. that was a short episode. <laughs> Shortest one yet. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's it's tough, but a partner is definitely uh, a great help. Yep. Um, because we're out, sometimes we're out late, sometimes we're not. Um, the kids, they have different activities, mm-hmm. baseball, ballet, whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? So... Managing it, um, it can be tough doing it by yourself. So if if you're a single man, um, I suggest. <laughs> I don't know what to suggest, honestly. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. Like my wife, she's a great help. Yeah. Um, without her, I, I don't I don't think I could do it. Um, I'll tell you a story. She went she went out of town a couple of weeks ago. Sure, you had the, to do it. And the kids went to school without lunch. <laughs> Did you get the call from the school saying yeah, they? Could... I, I got the text message. I'll show you. The teacher said Ariana says she don't have lunch. I'm like, ah, I'm on my way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's real tough doing it by yourself, and you know it is. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you. I I remember back. My wife, she took a a mental health day. Okay, and she left me with all three kids. And I'm going to be honest with you, it was the most stressful time <laughs> of my entire life. She came home. I think they had the wrong clothes on. I don't even, yeah. I don't even know if they ate that day. Yeah. I mean, they were still alive, right? They were still alive. That's what yeah. matters, That's right? Matters. Yeah. How about you, Rob? For me, I grew up with my father working every single day, all day to build to what we have now. Yeah. Um, and I had a resent or not a hatred or anything like that. But sure. I always wondered why he wasn't around yeah. as much but he was working so hard for us. So now as I got older and have kids 
And I have a great wife. I love her to death. She does everything. Same as Jermaine. Like you need a good teammate and a good partner. Mm-hmm. But I, I slowly realize that like you're doing everything for your kids and you're trying to work and it's hard to kind of get the balance. But at the end, the end goal is worth it. So like my father working all those years, I didn't get it until I got older. And now that I have my own family, it's like I still got to do the same grind and the same kind of hard work that my father put in for our family, for ours. But seeing as how he did it before, now that I have it, I try to balance it more. Where Yes, I need to work, bring the money home and do as much as I can. But I also need to make sure I'm there for like the sporting events and the school events. And I try to schedule it the best I can. My father didn't have that benefit because we had nothing. He built everything. And because of my father, now I have the ability to have my business and do everything. But man manage my time better learning from yeah. not his mistakes, but no. he went about everything. You know? It's great perspective. Yeah. And it allows, it allowed you to learn what you wanted to do a little bit differently. I, I love my father and he did everything for me. He yeah. Was the, the best father I could ever ask for, but learning from how I grew up and how he managed everything. It's like, now I can make it better for myself where yes, I need to work sure. hard. I need to make everything, but I need to make the time for my wife, my kids and make yeah. sure that. Puts it in perspective, right? And my wife's a great teammate, and we're, we do everything together, and she's amazing, but she does way more than I do. I work hard all day, but like you guys said, I can't handle two hours. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. My daughter like yells at me that I'm not doing the shampoo right. I'm not doing this. I don't brush her hair right. I just don't know how to do anything. Oh, the hair don't get brushed. <laughs> yeah, we don't brush it. I always love when the kids remind you, mommy doesn't do it like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I yep. know. I know. Yep. So along those lines, and what are some of those strategies or techniques that you use to set those boundaries? You know, are there things like, hey, I know for my own self, because it's, it's, everyone has that kind of work-life balance. I set these two hours where it's like, it's even marked family time. Yeah. And sure, once the kids go down, maybe I'll pop back on and I'll do a little bit of work. But have you guys established any of that where you kind of set a little bit of boundaries with your teams or with work? Um, With my teams, yes. Yes, I set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, they, So I had a technician who used to always FaceTime me. Oh. I, I told him, don't FaceTime me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He wanted to see your face. Yeah, I pay you. I pay your bill. <laughs> don't FaceTime me. <laughs> You know what I mean? So when it comes to that, before it was hard, though, because right now it's getting kind of lax where I have a team. I'm not on the phone as much myself. Sure. But I would be up late, 2 o'clock in the morning, still doing work, things like that. The wife, the kids, everyone sleep. Because I felt like I worked better when everyone was asleep. Sure. The phone isn't ringing. Um, the kids are crying. The wife not asking me to do this. Pour a glass of wine and this and that. So, <laughs> you know, everyone sleep. The phone's not ringing and I can I can work. Right. But now I, um, with that balance during the day, I, I can pretty much do it, get a lot of the work done. Sure. I um, mean, once the kids go down, me and the wife, we, we kick back sometimes. Sometimes yeah, she chill. gets on, but, you know, we chill. And then you look up, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. And you got to get up at 5 in the morning. You're like, listen, that's enough. <laughs> I, I haven't, like, figured out the full balance yet. I do my best to make sure. I'm, but I have such high goals and ambitions and things I want to do for my family sure. and for the business and build an empire for my kids that I'm nonstop balls to the wall every second. But my wife is the one that kind of grounds you. If I get the attitude, mm-hmm. I know that I'm, I should probably stop working. If there's an event coming on and she's texting me, like, are you going to be there? I'm like. I should probably make sure that yeah. Yeah. I make the time. Yeah. So my wife is like the one that keeps me in line and yeah. all aspects of it. I try my best. And like I said, I try to learn from my father and I do the best I can. And I try to make it mentally prepared. My wife is the one that kind of yeah. makes sure it gets done. So there's got to be with all of that, there has to come stress, you know, and oh, pressure. Yeah. Absolutely. So how do you manage that stress and pressure? You know, is there a hobby, a sport? Is it 
friend, what is it? I like being like at these kind of events. Yeah. Working with other guys that are in the industry and do the same thing and deal with the same kind of stress. So it's nice like sitting with someone like Jermaine who does the exact same thing. It might be in different areas, but sure. we deal with the same kind of stresses. So it's kind of nice to unwind and relax with like-minded people. Yeah. And I also love playing golf or something like, but I, my phone still rings. So it's not as relaxed. Yeah. As, yeah. As this, I'm, there's no way I'm working. I'm in Cleveland right now. So yeah. It's like I can enjoy a couple of days. If I'm at uh, expo, I can just yeah. relax and hang out with people. And, yeah. That's yeah. great. I mean, mine is pretty much friends, the camaraderie of friends. Um, I had a point where my one of my boys, he opened up a restaurant. So we would go every Wednesday. So my wife, one day, she says, is this every Wednesday thing? So then I didn't go on Wednesday. And she noticed. She said, why didn't you go? I said, because you told me that you had an issue basically with me going. Yeah. And I said, but that's my time to decompress around my friends. I can sit downstairs and have a drink or sure. watch the games, but y'all still in my ear. Yeah, it's not the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the same. So once I stopped. She realized it and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I understand, blah, blah, blah. So with the friends, we decompress that way. Sometimes they might come to the house. We chill in the basement, but we go to the restaurant, sit at the bar, relax. You it's know, just hard, back hard with like a wife and kids or, you know, any kind of situation where you're like, you want to have that compressing time, but then it's like, am I leaving my wife at home with the kids even longer than while sure. I'm working all day and now I'm going to go decompress? So like when he said, when she said that, it's like, it's tough to actually yeah. make the time to do something every set week with your friend yeah have fun and yeah what do you guys do on a daily basis um, what about when you take lunch what do you do I don't, lunch. Take, I don't take lunch we don't take lunch see i knew you guys were going to say that that's why i asked the question <laughs> because i tell you that's you one up. of the things that i found throughout my career i didn't know when to shut it down during the day for a brief moment of time to reset mm-hmm. Okay, and I can tell you from experience, take that hour for lunch, take that half hour for lunch. Even if you're not going to eat, shut that phone off for a minute. Trust me, it's going to record a message if they send it to you. Okay, get that time for yourself to reset. Okay, so now you told me that you don't reset on a daily basis. Is there something you do on a monthly basis where you step away? Yeah, I go get massages. Nice. I love this guy. Yeah. I'm coming with you. <laughs> Come on. Massages. And I my I used before I didn't do it, yeah. but my back's so messed up from plumbing. Yeah. I started doing it and my wife, she was like, Every month you need to go. So I started going once a month. Now I go twice a month. That <laughs> <laughs> was like But it's it's cool to just relax and hear yourself snore. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's 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 cool, man. It's it's cool. And it helps. It helps. It's it's not as bad. As it used to be, so it helps. I'm glad to hear you say that. What about you, Rob? I don't. I don't do much to be honest with you. I try to play golf if I get a free moment, but I'm just so nonstop that. I mean, the only like free thing that I have that relaxes me, to be honest, is that like one o'clock in the morning when everyone's sleeping and completely done, I like play a video game for like an hour. Just something. Yeah. That's my only way of like not actually looking at my phone. As easy as it say, sounds to mm-hmm. say, take an hour and shut your phone off. That will never happen for me. No, but, but that's a but, great but way. But at, like video one game. in the morning, I know no one's supposed to be calling me at that point my wife's sleeping my kids are sleeping i could just focus on the screen and it's like i don't care about anything for one hour yeah. and it's like that's the only kind of way i just don't even if i'm on the golf course someone's still calling me or bothering me or yeah i'm worried so it's like that's the only time i get to like you know myself. both of you guys have such a big presence on social media if you think about it you could go 24 hours a day 365 days a year without shutting down absolutely do you think that's healthy no, no it's definitely not healthy okay but. so 
when you're building your successful career, you're building that legacy for your family then to take See, over. look at that dang phone yeah, just rang. I saw it. I saw it. We only got 11 minutes in. I tell you, he answered that phone so fast that I don't even think it finished vibrating the first time. Okay. That's how it is. If he was in the Old West, he'd be a great gunslinger. But the thing is, if your kids were to take over your business someday, Rob. Oh, they will. Okay. Will, okay. They, they will. Do you want them to have a good work-life balance, or do you just tell them, hey, you should be on this phone all day? The, the goal is if I work hard enough and I do everything properly, my, I'll, I'll sacrifice myself that when it comes time for them to take over, they won't have that stress. Did your dad sacrifice for you? Yep. Mm -hmm. And are you being like your dad was? Yep. How do you think your kids are going to be seeing you do what well, you do? I, that's, that's my mentality is to try to fix from one step again at the end maybe my son will have to learn a little bit from me and maybe it'll be the fourth generation or the fifth generation mm -hmm. that gets mm -hmm. it you know and it's not going to happen overnight yeah you know but my grandmother came here from italy with nothing sacrificed mm -hmm. to make sure my father and everyone had stuff my father sacrificed every day of his life to make sure i could have what i have now sure and in my head i want to sacrifice not that i want to give up my health and my days but i put in the work so that my kids when they get old enough never have to work a day in their life and, and trust me, I'm not judging you at all. I no, think because your work it's a ethic very, is, very similar story sitting across from me right now. <laughs> yeah, and I understand mm -hmm. that. Um, I just miss so many things, and I've shared them with Catherine off the podcast. I've shared so many things that I've missed because I made those sacrifices. See, I make sure I make the time to make it to every event. But That's at, the good. at the end of the day, I say to myself, do I want, I want my kids to have everything. Mm -hmm. for my wife and everything. So if I have to work every single day to make sure that they have more than I ever had, which I had a, a pretty good life, mm -hmm. you know, it's worth it for me. So, well, let's talk a little bit about technology then, because obviously the world of technology, not just in the tools that you're using to do your job, but also in how you run your business has to be changing and helping. I mean, I've seen posts with you where you're, you know, in your car and your laptop yeah. doing jobs. And, you know, what's some of the, the technology that's helped you? And do you feel like technology is, and that's probably some for you too, Rob, from your um, father to you, his technology has probably helped you with your business as well. You know, do you see that? And, and what are some of the things that have really helped um, you in this space? Uh, technology helped me a lot. Um, it helped me a lot run the business. That's like uh, my staff that answer the phone. They're they're doing scheduling. They're in California. They're not even in Washington, D.C. Sure. So, you know what I mean? I don't have to. And they can. Our systems, my system mirrors. It mirrors each other, so if I do something in the system, they can see it almost immediately. If they do something, I can see it immediately, and I have to clear everything. But sure. just that technical point of them not being able to, or them not in the same state, and still being able to help me run this business and you know relax a little bit, right, is is great. Yeah. You know what I mean? So technology is a big thing. Even in plumbing, technology is is a big thing. I do training all the time. Sure. When it comes to the technical part of, of uh, plumbing. Yeah, because yeah. both of you guys, uh, you do the sewer work, right? Rob do more so the sewer work. I'm more sewer and underground. Are you? Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, just cameras themselves. Or, or now we do a lot of pipelining. Oh, do you? Okay. A, a big change in technology versus having to dig from A to B with your excavator, rip up the yard. We can shoot a new pipe from A to B without digging anything up. And just each year, the technology gets more advanced that you're started with ambient, using air to cure, goes to hot water or steam. And now they're at blue light and UV where you can just flip a light switch. Mm. That's amazing. Cure the liner with no stress, no worries. I mean, the technology nowadays is crazy that I can't yeah, imagine exactly. in five, ten years how much yeah. different it's going to be. Right. You know, 
right? I'm sure when you started plumbing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when I started plumbing, I mean, you were in there with a cable and you're trying to feel what the there heck is no, going there on. Was no pro press. No, no, uh, none of yeah, that. No, no mega, no mega yeah, press. No. No, we I mean, even back in 2002 when I started, it, the technology didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah it didn't exist. The uh, only technology you had was a phone. Oh, you you were still writing invoices. Sure. You know what I mean? You still sure. had to give three copies, carbon copy. My son probably don't even know what a carbon no, copy is. Heck no, heck no. Know I mean? But he knows what a PDF is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, even, even at Odie, you guys have shower drains you can't even see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That wasn't around, what, five, ten years ago? Where you look in the shower and you're like, where's the, where's the water drain to? Yeah. yeah. You know, but Absolutely. just now it's just so advanced and all these different ways that everything works that everything just gets better every single year, no matter yeah. what, what it is. Yeah. But you have to evolve as well, and that's yeah, yeah. what keeps you elite. Because sure. a lot of plumbers don't evolve when it comes to the technology, which I don't mind. Because you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But you can. <laughs> you can. Those old dogs don't want to learn. Yeah, yeah they got to be willing to, to, yeah, to learn. Yeah, they, they don't, they don't want to learn. And which is okay, because the old dogs, they just call me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, if, but if you notice, when you go to those trainings and when you're going to all these expos and stuff, it's mainly, mainly like our age class like there's not like 70 60 year old men that have been plumbing their whole lives like caring to learn about pro press because sure. they're all solder right. and that's just the way they're going to do it they're sure. going to install it the way they've been doing it for 40 years and you're not going to tell them any different yeah. guys like me and jermaine will go train and learn every single aspect of new technology and we'll run circles around it yeah, yeah absolutely allows you to be faster more nimble also lets you to be able to provide the best service you can too for your customer at the end yeah. of the day yeah. so we always uh typically talk about the trades and and kind of the the challenges that we're having with getting more people into the trades. And so I ask you this again from even our, probably from last year, where do you hope to see the trades um, in the next 15, 20 years? It's, it's hard because right now the trade is, is not dying, but the, the, I think they said the average age is 55 of a plumber right now. And the kids, they look at, they look at what you have. I was having this conversation, I think yesterday, they look at what you have as a master plumber, and they like, I want that. I want the houses. I want the cars. I want the vacation. Sure. But I tell them, when I started, I made $5.25 an hour, and I got a quarter raise every six months. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it didn't, you don't get here overnight. Sure. But I would like to see um, more young guys come into the trade and do like what, what Rob is doing and train the generation, mm -hmm. train the generation up so that the it will last because we're going to get old. I, I mean, Unfortunately. I, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> we're going to get old, and you need someone to carry the torch. Right. And you know what I mean? Rob's son, he might want to do plumbing, but I know my son don't want to do plumbing. I know I know my, it already. My, my son's going to be forced no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if he becomes a lawyer or a doctor, he's running that company. Yeah. yeah. I tell I sacrifice the baseball games. I say, what, I got about eight years, he's 10. He probably can go to the MLB in eight years. Good <laughs> <laughs> goal. I got about eight right years. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, I, I'm, you, you still want to see the, the trade thrive yeah you know what i mean but unfortunately yeah. nowadays nobody wants to work and it's yeah. hard to do, but i would hope in 10 15 years and i think it's slowly progressed that i think tradesmen are going to become the new doctor or lawyer sure because they're going to realize how much they need us the value of us is going up our pay is going up eventually yep. we're going to you know and you get people that make that wise comment mm -hmm. like what do you think you're a lawyer how much you charge eventually buddy it's going to change to that factor where it's not lawyers and doctors at the top of the pay scale and the top of going to school. And that's what you have to be in. Life. Sure. You can make the same kind of money being a plumber or an electrician, a carpenter, or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, it's just a matter of how much work ethic you're willing to put in. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem is like when I grew up, my father worked every single second of every single day. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the, gen- the generation of men and women back then are totally different than it is now. Where sure. everyone's, and technology has something to do with it too, I'm sure, where people yeah. get a little lazy. You know, but I would hope in 10 to 15 years that the trade turns into where we go up another notch and we started at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we're in the middle now and eventually we get into that top tier where people go to school and say, yeah, I want to be a lawyer, a doctor. Maybe I'll be a plumber. I'll make the same kind of money and yep. I'll work with my hands and I'll do this. And But I think a lot of these places need to get more into the schools. Like when I was in school, yeah. they'd have a guy come in there and rip a, a telephone book or, you know, give you some kind of speech like poor me and try to boost your morale and try to teach you about things. It would be nice if they had like a, a, a tour where they went to each school and they just showed you just the general basics of what the income is, how yeah. much work's involved. You don't need to go to college. Because when I went to school, you didn't go to college, you were a loser. Sure. You know, if they gave you the option to say you could do this or this and still make the same amount of money, you know, put yourself in less debt. If they kind of gave you just an option where they're right in front of you explaining right. it to you, I think it would change a lot more aspects versus hoping somebody sees you on social media yeah. or hoping they run into another trades guy to say, you know what, this might be a good career. It's not presented to them at school. Yep. You know what I mean? I love seeing on the internet now people doing signing days. Yeah. Like, oh, they're going to join this plumbing company. It's awesome. And they sign in high school. I'm like, yeah, that's it's nice. It's incredible. I wish they had that when I was in school where it was like, you kind of got the boost to be like, I'm going to be a tradesman. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there are more and more nonprofits and more and more organizations that are trying to penetrate into the schools to keep that conversation going alive. And that's something we want to keep trying to do. And if that's happening now, 10 to 15 years, Absolutely. maybe will make a, a big change and things like this, the podcast and having ambassador events and mm-hmm. getting more people that are in the trades at our age involved and in getting it out there. I feel like eventually it should grow. Yeah. Or we hope. Yeah. For sure. We, For sure. I, I go into into the schools, do career days, yeah, different things like that. I mean, not as often as I should, but I try to go enough and show, you know, the kids that plumbing isn't just, I have a strategy. So when I go to these career days, I wear like nice things. I have, like, a nice watch. I wear the watch. I have a nice pair of shoes. I wear the shoes. Because when they see plumbers, they see dirt, right? Oh, sure. So then the have kids start asking me. They're like, well, how did you get this? And I, I'm like, I'm glad you asked. You know yeah. What I mean? And then we go from there. So It's on us to change the image, you know? It's like you there. said, you were making $5 an hour, and then look what you have now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm it's at $6 now. Them. Yeah. yeah. $6.25. I'm at six twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's great, and I applaud you for because going into the schools because I, I truly, and I say this on this show often, that mm-hmm. I do believe that it starts in our homes, in our communities, in our neighborhoods. So starting in your own community and bringing awareness is where it's going to take place and continue to grow and grow and grow. Mm-hmm. So thank you both for your time today. Thank you for your support and passion for Odie. And we so appreciate everything you do for us. You definitely thank did you. not su- uh, disappoint us. Okay. <laughs> and we did learn yeah. that Jermaine is very successful because of his wife. That's right. It is. <laughs> it is. The wife is very important. Yeah. Got it. Thanks guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Fix. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss our next conversation dropping every Wednesday. If you have feedback about the show or a topic you'd like to see covered, send us an email at thefix@od.com or give us a shout out on social media. We would love to connect with you. Don't forget, you can get your daily fix by visiting od.com and we'll catch you next time.